welcome to the European Vascular Podcast. My name is Agla Kovalunita. This is the European Journal of Vascular and Endovascular Surgery editorial. Today's editorial is titled Significance and Limitations of the P-Value by first author Florian Dick. In research, authors, journalists, and readers all aim to produce, publish, and consume significant content, thereby an assumed measure of significance, that is p-value less than 0.05, is easily mistaken as a handy indicator. However, the 0.05 threshold is completely arbitrary and p-values as such are inappropriate to guide clinical or scientific decision-making. P stands for statistical probability and not for clinical certainty. Thus, it characterizes individual comparisons statistically, but without clinical interpretation. Significance is thereby defined very narrowly and must not be confused with clinical relevance, generalizability, or even meaning of findings. Two biological observations are never identical, but will always show a natural degree of variation, even if the same sample was evaluated twice under identical conditions. The main challenge lies in differentiating whether the observed difference reflects such as background noise or real difference, for instance, an intervention. The p-value is a direct measure of the probability that the observed difference is a simple chance finding, that is unreal. If this probability is very small, for instance, less than 5%, then the assumption of a true difference or treatment effect may seem justified. Importantly, the 5% threshold is not absolute, but relies on convention only. There is no critical difference between p-value of 0.045 and p-value of 0.055. The likelihood of a chance finding differs just by 1%. At other times, a remaining uncertainty of 5% may seem unacceptably high. A car with a known 5% risk of brake failure would probably not be licensed. A p-value provides at best a crude orientation regarding the probable realness of specific group differences, but is too simplistic to explain the big clinical picture. Specifically, p-values must not be mistaken as a substitute for critical appraisal in many crucial aspects. 1. A p-value does not indicate whether the described comparison was justified, that is, whether the compared groups were comparable to begin with. This fundamental precondition must be ascertained within the study design. For instance, randomized control experiments approach the ideal of unbiased study group comparability best, but to a certain extent, this can be emulated by stratified or confounder-adjusted observational studies. 2. A p-value ignores whether the selected statistical test was appropriate. The correct choice depends on the data to be assessed, the sample size, the comparative concept and the outcome format, all of which must be checked during critical appraisal. 3. As elaborated, the threshold at 0.05 leaves significant uncertainty whether the assumption of a difference or treatment effect is in fact correct, alpha error. The need for additional safety margins, that is, a lower degree of uncertainty, for instance, p-value less than 0.01, depends on the clinical context. Conversely, 
As p-values refer to specific samples only, a non-significant p-value of more than 0.05 does not exclude relevant effects of an intervention in clinical reality, so-called beta error. Absence of proof is not proof of absence. 4. A p-value depends on the sample size. The larger the sample, the smaller the associated p-value, and the higher the risk of accidental significance at the 5% threshold. Remember, p-values do not reflect the clinical relevance of a finding, even if the underlying difference is real. A clinically modest treatment effect may appear significant when tested in a large enough, overpowered sample. If, for instance, a trial reported a real antihypertensive drug effect, p-value less than 0.001, the clinical decision whether to expose your patient to any potential adverse effects for the benefit of a diastolic pressure reduction by 4.4 at 8 weeks should not be driven by the p-value. Clinical relevance must be appraised by appropriate measures such as effect size, that is, relative risk, absolute difference or number needed to treat, with estimated precision, that is, confidence intervals. The latter represents an important alternative for the assessment of statistical and clinical significance. Conversely, small underpowered study samples must not be used to dismiss treatment effects. A power calculation is always required for adequate appraisal. 5. A p-value does not indicate whether the study design was predefined or the analysis plan adopted before date inspection. Therefore, p-values ignore biased selection of patients or study periods just as they ignore statistical fishing expeditions, that is, multiple hypothesis testing. Consequently, Explorations should always be validated in hypothesis-driven investigations in different study samples. 6. A p-value as such never indicates causality. Other criteria including chronological sequence, biological plausibility, and exclusion of confounding effects must be met before a causal relationship may be assumed. And 7. A p-value refers to summary statistics of specific studies samples only. The application of study findings to individual patients is only justified after appraisal of their external validity, that is, generalizability. Clearly, p-values represent a precious first aid for orientation. However, they must be carefully interpreted against study design, sample size, comparability of study groups, and appropriateness of statistical tests, and be pondered against clinical significance. Categorization obscures the interpretation of this continuous measure and is unacceptable. At any rate, comprehensive appraisal of scientific information must go beyond a single indicator. It is the responsibility of anyone dealing with summary statistics to assure that study question and design, statistical approach, and presentation of results are sound before accepting or dismissing reported findings. A p-value of less than 0.05 may be significant statistically, but never proves clinical significance. The full reference for this editorial is European Journal of Vascular and Endovascular Surgery, Year 2015, Issue 50, Page 815.